0: Global Head of Demand Gen I'm here with Liam, our VP of Marketing, and we're going to talk about a new way to run ebooks in 2024. So today I'm going to start with the philosophy and mindset around creating an ebook. So Liam, thinking about uh, ebook creation um, and when you're mapping this out, um, what have traditional ebooks looked like up until this point, And why is that not overly
1: scalable? So yeah, traditional ebooks um, have like as we know, normally being created in PDF format, um, designed by uh, your graphic design team, long form, written, uh, maybe, you know, anywhere from like five or six to 20 pages long, they can be massive. Um, And the whole uh, principle of them has been to be something that is a downloadable asset. So it's created entirely for um, a lead gen activity. so actually a lot of the point of them gets like taken away from the actual content itself like the long form content itself and it's more about something that people can download so that people so that you can get the contact details to be able to follow up and contact uh, those um, prospects afterwards. Um, what we're thinking is that now you know there's <clears throat> ebooks have been proclaimed dead uh, because of the, the, we know that those lead gen tactics don't work um, and just collecting contact details, Um, doesn't necessarily lead to um, successful business results, great marketing campaigns. Um, But the actual long form part of that, of what content and what an ebook is, isn't dead. Um, And that is that great long form content um, can be consumed and enjoyed by anyone. So our revision of this is that it's not the ebook that's dead, it was the method, it was what it turned into, which was just a, a, a lead magnet and actually long-form ebook content is back uh, and if done well it it can be a great part of uh, your content strategy
0: okay fab so we're scrapping the long 100 page ebooks okay pdf format gone
1: they're gone done
0: okay in the bin okay (laughs) great so just to take a step back then on this Mm. so we want to like rid a rid sort of get rid of the pdf um, we want to be thinking more about like different kind of formats. But before we go into that and how we achieve it, how has the B2B buying behavior changed? Like, why is it actually necessary to make this change?
1: Yeah, so I think previously, the, uh, we obviously, like when lead gen um, tactics came around, uh, people were very happy to exchange their contact information for high quality um, content and um, as everyone adopted this strategy, quite often the content itself became less good. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, um, it just became a way of them collecting contact details. Um, and that, I think people got wise to that, right? That's why you, people fill out fake uh, email addresses on those Z Gen forms. They they wanted to see if the content's any good, but they um, but you know they don't they don't always trust that it's going to be. And that sort of trust between giving your contact details for information is broken down. Two, people are consuming content then in a completely different way. Uh, previously, like PDFs, eBooks, are some of the main ways of distributing content. Now we know from uh, like all of the social media platforms that um, we have, um, that there's people like to read stuff in feed uh, ever since that sort of news, news feed became like a main feature of, of um, social media platforms. They don't want to click out and look at a PDF. They want to look at posts and feed. They want to look at videos. Uh, people are listening to podcasts, there's loads of other ways of consuming content. Therefore, if we're going to create an ebook, we need to be able to create something that addresses uh, those ways that people consume information, have multiple media formats in it, is easy for people to access and read. That doesn't mean they have to download a PDF um, and sort of, yeah, meets the buyer where they are now, which is enabling them to view it uh, without having to necessarily fill out contact details but also providing it uh, in different formats. So maybe hosted on a website so that, you know, they can come on and maybe watch videos within it and and, and listen to parts of it as well. And it not just be a PDF that they have to down, uh, download.
0: Cool, makes sense. So really in summary, people's attention span is super short. <laughs> yeah, Just given that we want to be able to attract people in feed. I think people as well, um, particularly what I've seen is people just get like lost in the goes to landing page, fills out a form, waits to download the ebook. So I think companies put all of that effort into creating this ebook, but it rarely actually gets consumed Mm -hmm. um, because I think it just becomes a bit of a headache to even access it. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely makes sense in terms of um, what you're saying there. Um, If we just speak very broadly Mm -hmm. about the subject matter of these ebooks as well. So when I started in marketing like many moons ago, a lot of our ebook content was around like the state of play of marketing in 24 like very yeah. like broad brush covered a range of topics mm-hmm. because the idea was that we would attract as many people as possible cast net wide and get as many people into our lead mm-hmm. funnel um but i think what we've learned on our particularly on our demand gen journey at cognizant we've learned that value is key so the question really is around you know should it be um should we be focusing more on the quality and is it okay to do more like let's say niche content for your persona as mm-hmm. opposed to that broad brush
1: approach yeah and i think this actually comes back to ebooks as pds always created as downloadable assets for um to, to as a lead magnet and that meant that really you just wanted to create something that was kind of like clickbaity or appeal to the most amount of Uh, people within your ICP because then you'd actually get them to complete the form um, and you'd get more downloads and you weren't actually measuring the content on the content itself you were measuring it on how many leads it generated Um, and now you can sort of we can think that we can go back and actually create content that drives real value and then to do that sometimes you have to get a bit more hyper hyper specific to the person you're trying to target or create more niche content that will fit the Fit the person that's going to be reading the ebook and actually provide a lot of value to them. Mm -hmm. And as we know now, is that actually providing that value is what creates demand, which creates what builds a trust, which what like, yeah, creates that connection between your company and the prospect, um, as opposed to obviously just some broad, boring content that they won't read, uh, but you'll have uh, a lead metric assigned to it. Um, but actually, they weren't ever really consuming the content themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting as well when you say like lead metric, because it kind of becomes I know when I was running the ebook play um, previously in previous companies, it becomes a bit of a self fulfilling prophecy because mm-hmm. you want to create valuable content that's going to get consumed. But at the same time, if you've got a target which is X number of leads, you do get a bit sort of lax in terms of who you're letting in. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather do like a content syndication play mm-hmm. and then get, like, loads of companies in Then just focus on, like, I don't know, a set number of target accounts, for example. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, we will talk about this in later episodes, but then that's where I think how you're measured really, like, comes into play as well, like how you're measuring the success of the yeah. book. Um Cool. Okay. And then finally, I we get asked this question all of the time, and I think there's no right or wrong answer here. Um, it's a bit of a grey area, but should you gate or ungate
1: mm-hmm. the
0: ebook, um, no matter what format it's in.
1: Mm-hmm. I think obviously uh, both actually have some value still uh, to, to them, like you could go, you can go either way. Although like I've sort of talked strongly about ungating it there and not having it as a lead mag- mag- magnet and. Uh, going beyond that asset i think the benefits to uh not gating are that you can create make sure that your ebook can actually be read by all of your icp people aren't going to be put off from viewing it you're not hiding it from anyone it, it's easily more easily shared mm-hmm. um and with their peers um, and therefore you have that maximum um uh sort of like way of spreading it and, and creating demand um uh but if you do have like some information that is like Super valuable that, um, for example, you know people are gonna want to fill out a form for. You have another marketing play that can lead off of that form fill as well, or maybe like an upgrade. Um, So there's benefit in for them as well. There's value in your customer also completing that form. Then that gating could work as well. I think you've always got to think about it from the perspective of how you're delivering value. If they can get all the value of it, um ungated great but if you can deliver extra value with a gate so maybe they fall into um a cool sequence where they get even more value or maybe there's a way that there's like some part of the ebook allows them to get into something that means that you can send them a gift as well and you can like like work it into like an abm campaign then amazing uh but if the gating is actually there only to to get their contact details still and to hide um and ends up hiding valuable information from them, then maybe you want to consider ungating it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's how I'd always look at it. It's like not gating it for yourself, but gating it for the the customer and how you can make it valuable still Mm -hmm. to them.
0: Yeah, definitely that makes sense. I think as well, like there are, there will be marketers at companies where um, it'll be very difficult to um, shake off that lead gen target. But I guess what you're saying is there's a way to potentially do both. So Mm -hmm. to provide value and then provide maybe it's like a gated actionable template or asset mm-hmm. that's like going to be super valuable. So kind of by doing both, you're demonstrating to the audience that you are delivering them something that's going to be useful, mm-hmm. but then you're kind of serving the lead gen element to it and sort of almost if you are doing that traditional play of like sales, using those leads to kind of start conversation, then you do have that element covered as well. Exactly. So I think that's quite nice um, yeah. way of doing it.
1: You can find other, yeah, you can still find ways to... Um, hit that lead gen target, um, add a gated element without gating the whole the whole ebook, um, which yeah. then means that you can still focus on the content and making it really great, at bringing people in and then finding other ways like other parts to gate maybe or like upgrades um, and things like that. And I would think about that rather than hiding your whole piece of content mm-hmm. um, from everyone. Maybe you've got an element of the ebook that needs to like a really great, report um that has like super high quality information and that's the bit you get even if like the the overall summary of of what that report says is the is the opening ebook that everyone but everyone has access to for example
0: yeah makes sense great thank you well that wraps up our first episode on philosophy and mindset and episode two is going to be around how you create that content for your ebook so we look forward to seeing you there